in astrogeography, so rather than a regular birth chart in astrology is quite similar to a pie um, that's cut up into 12 sort of sections. So it's a circle and like a pie graph. Um, with astrogeography, when you're looking at the map of the world, it will have lines literally that go from the top to the bottom and side to side. And a lot of the time they kind of like swirl around the world as well over the maps. Um, so essentially these lines have a certain, um, they have a certain energy aura that kind of radiates out from it as well. So you'll have different energies coming over different places and different um, cities, countries, um, parts of the world um, and the, and they can also overlap energies as well so um, based on just different areas that you're looking at you'll have different energies playing out there hi i'm kirsten leo and this is the light path podcast brought to you by the lightpathcollective.com I am passionate about exploring energetic practices, spiritual principles, healing modalities, and connecting to the experience and wisdom of others to illuminate our paths and live at our greatest capacity for abundance, worthiness, and love. Claire, welcome back to the podcast. Hi, thanks for having me. Of course, of course. So if you are more new to Claire's offerings on the Light Path Collective, then you may have seen her offering of astrogeography, which when she said it to me, I was like, what? <laughs> and she explained it to me and I, my curiosity was piqued, to say the least, to think that our birth chart can really give us amazing clues and cues as to where on this vast and amazing planet of ours we can be our best selves maybe our worst selves all those things but we will get into all of that first of all before we kick it off um hit me with a quote that you love hit me with your best shot yes um, well not that great right. that's not the point <laughs> uh well I think very fitting for what we're going to talk about today for um astrogeography um, and it's a quote from one of my favorite books from Jack Kerouac, um, which is On the Road. And the quote is, nothing behind me, everything ahead of me, as is ever so on the road. And I think, you know what, I think it's really important to remember just energetically that the past doesn't drive us mm-hmm. and so often we allow it to. Mm-hmm. And that's a choice. Yeah. Yeah. And ever moving forward. Yeah, always. Like there's never a still moment. We are always moving forward. So don't look back. We're too busy. We're we're just moving forward. Yeah. Um, well, that's what we, I guess, attempt to tell ourselves constantly anyway. <laughs> there's no rearview mirror in my heart, God. There is a huge one. I know. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> like everyone. We we struggle like all of you. Um, okay, let's dive in. Can you tell us like what is astrogeography? So much like in astrology, most people know that there is like a wheel that has like all the zodiac houses um, of of the the 12 zodiac houses. And it's almost like a snapshot of the time you were born. So it tells you where your sun and your moon and your Venus and your Mars and all those planets are in all these different houses and all these different zodiac signs. So much like that, astrogeography is a snapshot of literally a map of the world 
and how all these planets play out in different places around the world. Um, much like the um, astrology chart as well, the astrology chart kind of goes into four quadrants. So it kind of goes into the quadrant of self, the one of home and family, um, the one into partnership and relationships, and one into um, the work sort of zone. And so that also shows up um, in the planetary lines as well. So you can actually look for different places around the world that will support work, home, family, yourself, partnerships, all of those kind of things. Okay. So wait, now I kind of get it. So is it kind so basically when you were born, where all the planets were situated, that then indicates where the planet where the placement of your planets in your chart are most illuminated or are really not supported in terms of where you are in the world. So someone could be born at the same time as me in, I don't know, Egypt, in Cairo. Mm. Mm. and but they wouldn't have the same lines as me would they not necessarily and as well they wouldn't have the same astrology chart as you as well as in the natal birth chart um so it might be slightly off based on where you are in the world too um so it might be similar degree points but um it might be in different houses different places things like that so what do you mean by lines in astrogeography so in astrogeography, so rather than a regular birth chart in astrology is quite similar to a pie um, that's cut up into 12 sort of sections. So it's a circle and like a pie graph. Um, with astrogeography, when you're looking at the map of the world, it will have lines literally that go from the top to the bottom and side to side. And a lot of the time they kind of like swirl around the world as well over the maps. Um, so essentially... These lines have a certain, um, they have a certain energy aura that kind of radiates out from it as well. So you'll have different energies coming over different places and different um, cities, countries, um, parts of the world. Um, and, the, and they can also overlap energies as well. So um, based on just different areas that you're looking at, you'll have different energies playing out there. And um, does, they, does everyone have their own personal line and their own personal patterns of line or are they a static? Everyone thing? has their own different patterns of lines, okay. but everyone has the same lines. So everyone will always have a Venus line. Everyone will always have a sun line, um, uh, but they will have them in different places around the world and how they show up on the map will be different to each person. So that's kind of like your, your fingerprint, your soul fingerprint, on the on the map of the world oh so i like that play out in the world yeah so your fingerprint on the map of the world i like that so what are the different lines and what do they mean or the what energy do they hold so much like the zodiac chart you've got your sun um your moon your venus your mercury your mars saturn pluto all of the big guns neptune you know all of those guys um But you'll also have with all of those planets, you'll have um, a Sun MC or you'll have a Sun AC or a Sun IC or a Sun DC. So you'll have four different sun lines over the map of the world. What this means is that the Sun AC is 
um, basically who you are in the world, who you show up as in the world, who you how can you shine as brightly as you possibly can and who did you come here to be? Um, and it's almost, it can be like your fame and fortune sort of uh, line, um, especially if it's your son MC that will bring you fame and fortune in work, in career. Um, if it's son IC, that's going to bring you a lot of happiness in the home. Um, and sorry, we've got a special guest coming <laughs> Oh, that's okay. There's a cat. Just for those of you that are listening, um, rather than watching this podcast, there's just a cat um, going along yeah. closed desk. Um, and then, you know, Sun DC will be partnership zone. So depending on where that is in the world, um, that's sort of, that's how that energy is playing out in those places. Um, so that plays out for every line. And so, so it's it's very individualistic though. You can't go, oh, he's my partner and I, you know, do our lines cross it's not kind of like that is it like the how I mean you could certainly overlap you could certainly look at two people's different charts and see how they play out and find places around the world that will complement both of them or find ways that they can work in different places together Mm -hmm. um uh you know just because I'm born I'm born in Sydney Australia and, and that's my Mars line um, your line in Sydney, Australia is totally different. So we're living on the same place in the world, but our lines are different. Um, so it's the energy that I tap into day to day in the place that I live. So if you imagine you've got all these lines kind of going over this fingerprint of the world, do do your lines, your energy lines cross in different places? And if they do, is that like a mishmash of energy or an explosion of energy or...? It, amplifies the energy of each or mixes it so one of my favorite places in the world is where Neptune and Venus cross for me and so essentially Neptune can be it can be the sign of like not so much deception but it's like maybe not everything is as realistic as it could possibly be it's almost like living in a Hollywood sort of like film fantasy, yeah it's like a fantasy um and so but with Venus it just means like I can live in rose tinted glasses my entire <laughs> existence in this place so it's really romantic place for me to go and visit and everything is so much more romanticized there Um, And life is just incredible, which is amazing to go and visit that line, but not so good to live on it permanently because then you're kind of not living in reality then. So, you know, every every sort of line, even if it's mismatched, has its own energy and its own imprint. So where where is this place for you? (laughs) Of course, south of France and Amalfi Coast. (laughs) Okay. So basically you have to say like, okay, so I know that if I was ever, ever had the invitation to live there, it's actually not a good move for me because of this because life would be like it wouldn't be real. It can be like that or you go there if you do have, if you if it is the point that you are going to say move to the Amalfi Coast, then you have to know the energy that you'll be swimming in essentially. So if I am aware that this will be sort of the energy that I'm in, make sure that I'm not easily fooled by um, propositions, proposals, uh, you know, work relationships, people who you meet. Um, Make sure that you've read the contracts five times. You know, it's just just make sure that you're not disillusioned or deluded by what's around you. Um, because it can be very easy to just get swept up in the romance of it all. 
So is this why like some people have preferences for some place and not others and why you're drawn to maybe that culture or that land and or it feels good? Absolutely. And then it can also explain why one person went to one place and had the best time of their life Mm. and then another person went there and it was the hardest place they've ever been to in their life. So it can explain why you may have loved a place or why you had a really hard time in a place. Um, It can also explain even why you've gone with a partner somewhere and one person loved it and one person hated it. Um, You know, so it can be those things as well. It would be really, now I really want to know about something from my past. I mean, even though we started this whole chat about how the past doesn't matter, but now (laughs) about one place I went with someone and like. Yeah, it can help answer questions that you may have had about certain things. Um, I mean, I might have to ask you off air because I can't get (laughs) their details, like for everyone to hear. Love it. So but maybe yeah, that's so a conversation. People can certainly look into that and find, um, yeah, places around the world and why certain places worked for them and why others didn't. And so is that why you would get an astrogeography reading and how you would use it in your life? So, okay, I know that the this these where my lines are. I know things are going to be amplified there. I know things are going to be more tricky there. And that can help inform your decisions. Is that why people would dive into this? Absolutely. That's one of the reasons why Um, you can also dive into it if you're relocating, like you said, if you're moving somewhere, Um, if you have to move for work, even if it's for a three month stint or something like that, you just want to know what energies you'll be around. Um, It might be that you're um, meeting someone from somewhere else as well. Um, you might be traveling just for a holiday and you want to know what energies you'll be surrounded by, what places might be good for you, where you might have a harder time. And then even if it like there are no good or bad lines, okay. it's more so just knowing and learning how to work with the energy that you'll be on um, and maybe being prepared for what might come up in those areas too. So that's really good to know if you're just traveling there for a certain amount of time. Um, It can explain as well a lot of the time of why if people have moved, so from the place of birth and now they're living somewhere else, why they've done that or why they've had a great time when they've been away somewhere, um, but they struggle where they live or, you know, there can be a multitude of reasons why. um, But one of the main reasons I really love this is because you can actually hone in, even if you have no plans to travel you have no plans to leave the country that you're currently living in, but you want to tap into different energies around the world. You can do that from where you're living by tapping into like, say your sun line somewhere or you're finding your Jupiter line or uh, say if you're wanting to succeed a little bit more at work, you can mm-hmm. tap it, you can find those lines and tap into where that line is prominent and then bring that sort of energy from that country or that place into your life and work. So like if if my line was going my, what is it you say, Jupiter line? So your Jupiter, yeah, Jupiter's joy. So joy, abundance. Okay. So to say my Jupiter line like runs through, I know, Tokyo, does that mean I need to like start eating lots of sushi and like bring the Yeah. 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 Start eating sushi. Start listening to Japanese music. Start watching some manga or anime or, you know. Interesting. Um, Yeah. So like when you start bringing that into your world, have your screensaver, like Mm. some really cute, uh, you know, cartoon from from Japan or something or some sumos or something, you know, who knows what it is, a temple or um, start immersing yourself in that culture 
if that's the energy that you want to bring into your world at that time. And the great thing is you can bring in any energy. So maybe if you want some transformation, find those Pluto lines, you know, really, really tap into some of that, you know, harder work there or, you know, good or bad lines. It's like, it's just more so the energy that's going to come from it. Is it going to be transformational? Is it going to be some harder work that you need to do in your life? Or are you wanting to bring in some more of those lighter, joyful, sun, Jupiter kind of vibes, those Venetian vibes as well? It's just, it just sounds like a little another fun energetic hack that we can use in our lives to benefit, yeah, that's it. benefit us. I love that. All right, let's get a practical application of this. So um, as always, I love, I love being a guinea pig, so I'm here for it. So Claire obviously has all my details. She almost made me two years younger, which I really appreciate in most situations but not in this one. Um, okay, so... Talk me through it. I was born, just so everyone knows, in Sydney, Australia. Yeah, I think I, I, the jig was up with that one when I mentioned yeah. it. <laughs> um, so I think this this one is really interesting for you because of what you do for work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're on your Neptune and Moon line here. So what's um, a Neptune? What's Neptune? So Neptune is that little bit of that underwater. It's ruled by, um, uh, oh gosh, who's who's the king? Trident, you know, the, um, yeah. the my brain. Is, is isn't it like the king that lives underwater, like with yeah, the star? Dude, him. <laughs> so, Aqu- Aquaman vibes. The, <laughs> the little mermaid's father. Um, so, oh, I want to be the little mermaid. I don't want to be the dad. Well, there you go. So you are the little mermaid because you're in Neptune's world. So okay, all right. Let's... Living, it is almost so that the feeling of Neptune is a little bit like you are living underwater. So it is maybe things aren't so clear. It might oh. be a little blurred and watery. And maybe you're not hearing things perfectly. You know, when you go underwater yeah, okay. in a bath or a pool and you can't quite hear things properly, that's kind of Neptune's energy. Um, okay. It's really incredible, though, for tapping into the spiritual realm. Um, so it is that Piscean energy. It is very much about tapping into spirituality, beliefs, different sort of dogmas from it as well. Um, but the fact that it's also with your moon line, it kind, I kind of love that your whole thing is like the moon membership and yeah. really tapping into that. So ruled by the moon. Really get into that. So like, it's no wonder that that's kind of what is ruling you here. Um, and so pretty much like you will have a lifelong pursuit of like searching for anything in that spiritual realm um but so does that mean though as a human living here in my day-to-day life it's not that productive because I'm not really clear it can be that you can get too caught up in the spiritual realm so it's very much up to you to make sure that you're also living in the real world and being quite practical just because I know your chart personally you've got so much earth there that you, that's actually good for you like it benefits you yeah so, I was gonna say I'm so like practical and down to earth I feel like I'm like that get stuff done kind of energy yes. yeah so which is why these lines are actually quite good for you for somebody else who mm. might have a lot of water in their chart though it's it can actually be quite overwhelming and they don't know which way they're moving or which way they're going and the moon can be quite sleepy as well so they might just get nothing done 
Yeah. Um, could be that they are totally unproductive um, and nothing eventuates of their life in a way, or they don't know why nothing eventuates for them, um, that sort of mm. energy. Um, but the moon is also really beautiful for bringing in family vibes and having children and doing all of those sort of things too. So, <laughs> uh, can, can I hit you with some places in the world that I really enjoy or that I feel drawn to even if I haven't been there? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so I lived a number of years in London and I am def- definitely now craving London. Like I, I would love nothing more than just a week to wander the streets of London. Like I'm just okay. missing it. I'm craving it. All right, let's have a look. Okay, so London for you. Let me just see. Oh, no one. So it's Venus crossing Saturn there. Um and the Venus is very much who you show up in in the world because it's on your ascendant. Um, and the Saturn is on your, um, your IC, which is your home and foundation. So essentially, like what this shows is like, you might, you'll be working through relationships in this area. Um, so whether that's your home and foundation relationships or just you and how you love in the world and, and your part within that. So your part within the family dynamic as well. Um, it was definitely a place where I work, I had to work through a huge, actually three significant relationships, but not that I was in three significant, but like it just, you know, someone from my past popped up there but then also there was a very significant relationship I had there and it wasn't easy like oh my god we had to work through so much yeah it can give you definite vibes of like maybe feeling misunderstood yeah but it gives you Saturn gives you the lessons Saturn is Mm. big life lesson one so if you're ever going to learn anything about love and family and relationships you're going to learn it in this place Oh, interesting. Okay. Okay. What about, I mean, I know it's you, like we've mentioned this place before, but I too just love Italy, especially the South of Italy. Okay. Um, and, and, I, not- and ironically, I've had big relationship things happen there. Right. Well, you will be at your most confident self there because oh. that is your son ascendant. Right, that's it, guys. I'm moving to Positano. It's basically you're a beaming sunshine there. Like you cannot get any brighter. Oh, people love you. You will love you there. It's pretty much if you need an ego boost or you know just a ray of sunshine in your life or more joy or more happiness, you're going to find that in Italy. And actually, the whole the whole of Italy for you resonates with that vibe. Um, guys, I sh- I'm going to start a GoFundMe page for a little European <laughs> trip where you guys contribute because I need to get there. Yeah, you're actually really lucky. So it literally goes like from the north to the south of Italy right. for you. Yeah. Right. And yeah. isn't it travel funny? I've traveled the north. And so the only really significant trips I've had with significant others have been traveling from the north to the south of Italy with like two different people. Don't tell them. But they both, but got they the both just love you. Nah. No, as in like, did they, um, as in not romantically, I mean, just like, did they just love you and your personality and your persona? And I, don't, I mean, I would have to ask them <laughs> how they felt about me on that trip. 
<laughs> I remember having a big fight on a train with one of them. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because uh, well, I picked the, the wrong the seat. And... Is, like, if you imagine the sun, it can get fiery. So. Yeah, interesting. Okay. Let, let me sit with that. I'm not divulging all the inside details of what's okay. going on in my head with that. It's very personal. Yeah. Um, pretty much if you're going to shine anywhere in the world, that's going to be. Hey, guys, go fund me. Go, go fund me. <laughs> Kirsten's European. So I think they could fund both of us. You and your son may not yeah. be us crossing Neptune. Like we're going to have a great time. We're going to Italy. That's it. <laughs> Claire, Claire has a big birthday coming up soon. So we might just start a GoFundMe for that. And I, yeah, I, think, I think we'll just have to do that. <laughs> um, okay. So a place I've never been mm. that I get drawn to a lot in my meditations is okay. the islands of Hawaii. Ooh, interesting. Like I'm pretty sure I'm Moana in another life. Okay. Let us have a look. From memory, it is this tiny little blip in the ocean. Let me just find these nuts are um you've got to quite you've got to hone in quite a bit. So hopefully my geography is not as bad as I am. Um, <laughs> imagine okay interesting so it's your jupiter crossing chiron there <laughs> which is also so your jupiter is in career and the chiron has been a partnership there um so it's um, you'll probably find like you'll probably be finding that you'll be questioning your beliefs there interesting which might not be a bad thing for what you do because yeah. it's in a way that you have to be open to different thoughts and different opinions and different ideas. And so it might just be that, especially in Hawaii, you might be presented with different thought beliefs there. And so by being open to that, um, it can actually bring in an abundance of new thought ideas for what you do for work. So that's kind of cool. And being the wounded healer, I feel like there must be something to do in, maybe in past lives or maybe in this life someone significant is there or from there. Potentially. What it will do is it will help heal maybe a past life belief. Mm, okay, interesting. So because it's all about sort of Jupiter and Chiron, it, it will maybe in a past life you were quite rigid about certain ideas and so in this life, you might be more open to different ideas, things like that. Um, yeah, so Jupiter Jupiter and Chiron together will certainly, it will bring the abundance of healing. So it will bring the healing up to the surface. So it's like in your face. So you have to deal with it. Um, you you don't have to in a way. You can completely hmm. ignore it, but what the universe does, it just keeps hitting you over the head with it until you actually look at it. Um, so Jupiter can bring that abundance. But by having Jupiter there, though, it can bring the abundance of joy and happiness so that you might look at that healing in a different way. So it doesn't have to be so hard and so heavy and so full on. All right, no, no desire to add Hawaii to my GoFundMe page at this point in time. I'm like, good, I just want a cruisy ride for a bit. Mm -hmm. um, I'm thinking of spending some extended time up in Byron Bay. Mm, okay, so 
I did a cheeky sneak peek on Byron for you. <laughs> Claire knows me personally too well. She probably knew I was going to ask um, about that. And I thought it was interesting because a lot of the time, um, a lot of the lines, especially by Sydney and Byron, are they're kind of quite similar. Um, and so I was like, oh, maybe like what you do will actually come up there for you. But what happens is the moon line continues there, but it crosses the Pluto. Oh. So it's going to be a little bit of a harder line for you. All right, um, we're not moving. There you go. Uh, transformational. Oh. So <laughs> what it can do is with the moon, it might bring up a lot of deep emotional things. So it's um, it will bring them to the surface for you to look at, to work with. Um, it could be good though, because like anything that's repressed, like Pluto is the underworld, so it might be yeah. repressed and you may not have noticed it. And the moon as well, sometimes it's all about like the moon can maybe not, um, it might be hidden with the moon, um, but because the moon also connects with intuition too, it can help bring up any of those emotional things that you may have been suppressing, may not have been able to see intuitively here yeah we'll be able to see them there and then heal them and bring them to the surface okay by doing that though with what you do with work you can then actually bring that to people and help them heal so it could actually be and we know and we know that that is the path of the healer we have to go through it so we can heal you guys in it so guys we we go through all our trials and tribulations for you just so you all know that listening this is why we do it for you so that's why we do it the thing about a Pluto line, though, is that it is one that you can visit and you can stay temporarily on, but it becomes a little bit too heavy to live on it permanently. Okay, there you go. Well, we're not moving. My mother will so be. You can certainly do a few months there. You can do the transformation. You can learn all the lessons that you need to, but it's harder for it to be a full-time line. I feel like I'm in that phase of that meme that's going around like universe, I've learned all my lessons. Like <laughs> yeah, the universe says that's why we're gonna move you to Byron. <laughs> Some more. God no. Can you tell from my chart, like, okay, where is a good place for me to have a family and, and have all that kind of love? Or where's a good place for me to learn? I don't know. Like looking at my chart, where's the where's a good place for me to have what it is that I desire without necessarily telling everyone over yeah, the sure. exactly what I desire. Obviously, you know that because you know me. Yeah, sure. Okay. And you know what my next kind of goals are in life <laughs> and what I'm calling in and what, what, no, what I'm aligning with. Let me get my terminology correct. Mm-hmm. So um, where should I be? Just tell me in my apartment because I look around and I think, gosh, it would be a hassle to move all this stuff. <laughs> um. So it depends, I mean, like, you know, certainly if you want to get going on having a family. You're not supposed um, to tell everyone what it is. No, you said you said that. You said if I want to start a family, where would okay. I look for in the world? So, like, if you're going to do that, you could find, say, the sun on the IC or you could find the sun, in, you know, sorry, Jupiter on the IC or something like that. But, like, if you're going getting for this like and so this is also really good for anyone like for career and things like that find your mars line if you're going to action anything you're going to action it on your mars line 
So if you're because there's so much on action. There's so much with your Mars sign, but one of the really interesting places for you um, is actually West Africa. So essentially you can tap into um, like the cuisine, the um, the um, art from there, the people, the places, like anything like that you can tap into and learn from that. So say- How bizarre. Morocco, like Morocco, you know. Like so I do love Morocco, but that would be it. Yeah. From that area. Yeah. But that would help you action that. So you okay. don't even have to travel there. You could sort of find places to action it. Um, if you're going to look for, say, bringing in the joy and the abundance of that, let's pull it up. Um, you could tap into Brazil as well um and that would be your jupiter on that line um interesting. isn't that interesting because places i don't like ha- like i've been to morocco i love morocco but like i don't feel a massive affinity or pull to it and brazil looks interesting and amazing but i like zero plans to or desire to go visit if that makes sense yeah. i would go but like no great plan to go yeah, sure. And and like that's totally fine as well. You don't have to go. You can just draw in the energy. Just know. Okay. And that's what you were saying. You yeah. With whatever you're looking to to work through. Um, I mean, essentially, if you want to bring in partnership, um, West Coast America. Strangely for you, Portland. You know how many clients I have in Portland? It's so bizarre. Interesting. Yeah. Like, well, that's good. I mean, essentially, they're a one-on-one partnership with you when you're seeing that client. So it's no yeah. wonder because that's your son on the descendant, which is your partnership line. So it's no wonder that people are feeling you from there. They're absorbing that energy of you um, from that place. So you can tap into that. So whatever, I don't know, you're going to start getting into like fear culture or <laughs> what else is from Portland? <laughs> so. No, I don't know anything about it. I just you know, know that like around it is really beautiful. And yeah. I do like, like I am drawn to the West Coast of America, like mm-hmm. the forests of California. Like I'd love to do road trips, all of that kind of stuff. Like I would, would bring it. And I often say, like, I could live there. I could live in LA. Like, I could live in the surrounds there. I mean, not that I would want to, but, like, I, I could. Yeah. I mean, you could was... do Calgary in Canada um, and see the Aurora Borealis. Is that the Aurora mm. Borealis there? The, no. the Northern Lights? Um, I think it's pretty no, cool. you had to go really far up for that. No, no, you can no, see no, it. No idea. Um, yeah, you can see it from there. So, like, you could go there and, like, be under the amazing, incredible Northern Lights and... Um, and, you know, tap into that energy. Um, or, you know, do it from here. Look at it yeah. online um, and absorb all of that there. Uh, let's yeah, see. I wanna find, I'm going to have a little look for you. I just but I feel see. really exposed. Now I feel like awkward. <laughs> if you're listening to this, don't tell anyone. Just keep it between you, me, and Claire. So, yeah. Interesting that you said something about Japan when we were talking about romance. Oh, yeah. No, zero desire for Japan. It's moon on your descendant. 
So, so what? it's actually very good for like partnering up and getting cozy at home vibes. Oh, you know, it's so funny. One culture that I'm not like, no offense to anyone, but it's just not, it just doesn't, doesn't do anything for me. Mm-hmm. Like if someone says, let's go to sushi for dinner, I'm like, oh, do we have to? <laughs> what about ramen then? Nah. Doesn't do can't it for we, you. Can we have a pizza? <laughs> nah, it really doesn't. And it's so funny because last year I was going away and I was umming it and I was umming and umming on how to fly, ironically, to the West Coast of the States. Mm-hmm. And the cheaper option was to go through Japan. And I'm like, nah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't want to go. How do you feel about China? Mm, neither here nor there. Okay. Like if somebody said, let's go down to Golden Century or something, how do you feel? Yeah, I'd that? go I'd go for a little like Mongolian beef, but yeah, I'm right. not. But if someone said, let's go to walk the Great Wall of China, I'd be like, oh, do we have yeah. No. So um, your Venus line in the zenith, which basically means it is the most amplified energy of Venus that you can have in any place, is in China. So if if I was your client, what would you be advising me to do? So if you're not planning on traveling to China, which is totally fine, tap into the cuisine, tap into... Um, the lifestyle, the imagery, the art, the sounds, the music, anything like that, the smells. Um, I had somebody today where one of their most amazing places was in India, but Northern India specifically, not Southern India. It was a different vibe there for her. So like, and I think the cuisine compared to Southern India to Northern India is totally different. So it's like, it's tapping into whatever is in that realm for that person. Um, but like definitely you cannot go wrong with Italy. Thank goodness. That's yeah. the only good news about this yeah. whole reading. Um, that, and, do, that, and, that and the West Coast of America. <laughs> you'll do very well in Amsterdam as well. Really? Um, I don't love Amsterdam. You don't love it? No. no. Why am I being such a Debbie Downer on all my lines? <laughs> that's, to, that's on you, babe. No, totally. The line's there for you if you want it. <laughs> Yeah, and in that, and you know what? That is the crux to any type of reading, whether you're astrogeography, whether you're doing tarot, whether you're with me and I'm channeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The fact uh-huh. is, you're, like, having resistance to it, like I'm having resistance to this, is totally normal. But ultimately, yeah. it's always on us. On like, well, here's here's the information. What you do with it, like, doesn't really matter. Like, it's totally up to you. But yeah. yeah. Have you ever wanted to go to say like Norway or um, Sweden or anywhere like that? Like in seeing the Northern Lights or yeah, yeah, I've been, I've been to those places. Yeah, I really like Scandinavia. Yeah, My so Scandinavian line there too. Um, yeah, I like, I like Scandinavia. Yeah, I really um, like the Prince of Sweden, but he married someone else. Ah, oh, so he, rude. Is, he goes hot. <laughs> Maybe that's right. All right. So if if someone wanted to play, obviously, with this, you know, it's just kind of interesting information to know. And it's definitely got me thinking about, okay, so if I want to work with the energy of abundance, yeah, like maybe that is just like dipping into that beautiful Chinese cuisine and and like tap, tapping into that kind of stuff. I literally put my a beautiful kimono silk coat the other day. I put that on and... And so, like, you know, just tapping into stuff it's like that, it can be really illumination for you that it's yeah. to Venus, yeah. yeah. So, to amplify that energy, that energy, 
tap into that. Watch um, Memoirs of a Geisha. I love that movie. It's so beautiful. I think it's the most beautiful piece of film I've ever seen in my life. Personally. I think it's so beautiful. Yeah. So now so that, that you've kind of got a good movie to cozy up on the couch with your partner with. Okay. I don't think he would want to watch that. Well, like a cheap movie. He'd be like, so. yeah, well, he just has to do what he's told, I guess. So exactly. <laughs> he's, he's now not looking forward to his evening. Okay, so if we're kind of working, you know, with you in this way, you've kind of got a taste of how to work with you. So reach out to Claire it's, it's on the Light Path. Yes, and the person I, um, I had a, an appointment with today, she was not born in Australia but has moved here wanted to know the different energies between her place of birth and the place here, but then also then works for a company that's actually based elsewhere in the world. And so Mm. what energy did that bring into her life? And then also then if she wanted to travel or move or, or, or relocate again, she had certain places in mind that we looked at and wondered what those energies would bring into her life. So, um, you can, you can play with this in any way that you want, that you see fit. Um, so of course, with everyone's lives, everyone has different things going on at different times. It might just be as simple as I'm traveling and I'm going to hear what energy will I come across? Um, or even how can I plan my travel? Yeah, for sure. Cause like a lot of people are, you know, really, you know, doing a lot of travel now. And I know so many people are going to Europe for the summer. So tap in, get get the advice so you're ready to go, so you're not blindsided at all. But more importantly, you can utilise the energy of that place to serve you rather than having it kind of mould you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with yeah. us. Um, I'm never being your guinea pig again. <laughs> I will be. Um, you know you, where you can get in contact with Claire? Links down below in the show notes, but you'll find her at thelightpathcollective.com. Thanks, Claire. My pleasure. Thanks for having me on again and hope everyone enjoyed. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Light Path Podcast. I hope that the information shared here has helped illuminate your path. Be sure to check out the show notes for links related to this episode. While you're there, remember to subscribe to the podcast to ensure you never miss an episode. I'm Kirsten Leo, and I can't wait to explore and expand our capacity for abundance, worthiness, and love together in the next episode.